You're listening to the Whiskey Investment Podcast, the brand new show bringing you all the latest news, insights, panels and interviews on the world of whiskey investments. Dig deeper into the highest return asset class of the past decade and look beyond the numbers. The Whiskey Investment Podcast is brought to you by VCL Vintners, the UK's leading whiskey cast merchant. Find more online at vclvintners.london. Hello and welcome to this month's podcast brought to you by VCL Vintners, the London-based whiskey cask merchant which approaches the market from a financial perspective to maximise returns for clients. I'm Alwyn Gwilt, whiskey journalist and brand ambassador. This month we'll be diving deep into the world of blockchain technology, gaining an insight into how it's helping the whiskey industry modernise while providing investors an opportunity to gain access to the world of NFTs through innovative cask sales. But first, a look at this month's biggest news stories. As we begin a new year, it gives the opportunity to look back on the year that was. And 2021 really was a year like no other, dominated for the Scotch whiskey industry by the dual hit from Brexit and COVID. A recent report shows that while Scotch exports were up 7% in 2021, this level is still far below what the industry saw in 2019 before Brexit and the coronavirus pandemic. Speaking to VCL's news team, numerous sources told of challenges around continuing to work with EU countries due to the various legislation that each country now imposes on imports from the UK. With each market free to pick what information it requires on an imported bottle, distilleries have been forced to change every label for each country. Added to this are significant delays to shipments due to COVID and confusion from countries about what paperwork is actually necessary. With many distilleries closed for much of 2021, there was also a huge decrease in tourism, with many unsure how long it will take to pick up once again. Meanwhile, some positive news could help rebalance some of the impact of both the pandemic and Brexit, with a story that the UK and Indian governments are joining in on negotiations around reducing the 150% import tariff imposed on Scotch whisky. The deal would particularly assist smaller distilleries wishing to access this market, which has generally been seen as cut off due to the huge levies imposed. Talks are due to continue in January between the two countries, with the UK government feeling positive for changes ahead. And so to this month's focus, cyber technology in the whiskey industry, with news that more companies from Buffalo Trace, which will be running a charity auction via an NFT sale in February, to Glenfiddich, which sold ultra-rare bottles via this method late last year, are getting involved in this space, we speak to VCL co-owner Ben Lancaster about his experience around this technology, which has included selling a record-breaking cask of Macallan via an NFT cask sale in late 2021. To explain more about this emerging world of tech, let's join Ben, co-owner of VCL. Hi, Ben. Thanks so much for joining us on this month's podcast. Hello again. Glad to be back. Great to have you on the show today. We've got a really interesting topic this month, and especially given the fact of your recent foray into this space. So VCL recently sold a rare cask of 1991 Macallan for a record-breaking $2.33 million. But obviously what set this sale apart was the fact it sold at a digital auction via an NFT. So all getting quite technical here, isn't it? Can you explain a little bit more about that, Ben? 
Unfortunately, uh, I'm not the most technologically minded person in the world, but um, I'll, I'll give it a good bash. I mean, I think the, in essence, the, the auction itself was a, a culmination of a sort of an 18 month project. You know, we, we were approached about the, the opportunity and uh, sort of valued immediately. It was the, the, the sort of tokenization of the cask, and it was the, the first time it had ever been done for a cask of single malt scotch. Clearly, what set it apart would have been the mechanism itself. You know, whilst there's been Carson McCallan that have sold at auction, they've been more traditional routes, so via Bonhams, for instance. But this was the first time one had ever been offered in this particular format. Alongside that was Metacast, which is the world's first NFT marketplace for whiskey cask investment. And alongside that, there's a piece of art that was commissioned by Trevor Jones, who was one of the most eminent crypto artists in the world. And essentially, he created an abstract painting of the representative of the particular cast, which was called the Angel Share. And effectively, you know, that allowed the successful bidder the opportunity to not only own probably, you know, one of the rarest cars of McCallan ever sold as auction, but you also got that one-off digital piece of art. You know, for the first time, there's now an accompanying digital piece which demonstrates the historical significance of that particular cask, and hopefully, you know, moving forward as the sort of the market expands, that you know there'll be numerous casts with the same representation. So the whole sort of space and the whole auction itself was something very unique. You know, we were incredibly pleased of the result, but also we were incredibly proud to be part of that you know unique opportunity. Yeah, it's such an interesting arena. I was I started investigating it, reading about it a bit more, and it is this real burgeoning space, and I think potentially a very exciting time as well for whiskey distilleries, the whiskey industry to start modernizing in some capacity. But what were some of the main reasons? I know you mentioned a few just now, but some other main reasons you were interested in getting involved in this high tech world of blockchain. Do you see this as you know, a future way to explore this space for that um, high net worth investor? I agree with you entirely. I think the space in itself is, is really something that's starting to get traction. We've seen it firsthand. I mean, as I said, we were part of the, the auction, but also outside of that, you know, not just whiskey, but just generally speaking. From our own perspective, you know, as, as I mentioned, I'm not high tech and, and anything like that by any stretch of the imagination. But, you know, when the projects, we were approached with it. From our own perspective, I think it's in our DNA to sort of pioneer anything that happens within this, the, the whiskey industry. You know, we were the first company to offer cars as an investment in the UK. So, Immediately, when we were approached, we saw the value the technology can add to the whiskey market. Blockchain technology is all about identifying uniqueness, essentially. You know, it's perfectly suited to the identification of single malt casts, and effectively, no two casts are the same. Historically, you know, yeah. the transfer of ownership has been probably the best word to describe it would be archaic. You know, and, and I think one of the major appeals for us with regards to blockchain was the wider implications and, and the possibility of a, a wider application to, to cast transfer and, and provenance. And I guess it, in addition to that, you know, the transparency of, it, of the process is benefited as well. And the impact that the technology can have on this and what blockchain can do to mitigate any issues of tampering or unrecorded changes to casks, such as, you know, re-racking or, or re-gauges, essentially. I mean, have you been surprised? Obviously, you guys are delving into this. A few others out there are as well. Have you been surprised that this has become something of interest within the whiskey community? I was particularly intrigued by the fact it was being picked up just because I do see the whiskey industry as being slightly behind in this world. And NFTs are actually in themselves still quite recent. So I was intrigued to see that there was you know, a pickup of this already at the early gates of this type of technology. Did that surprise you at all? For me personally, no. I think most people are quite surprised about the whiskey industry. But I mean, I, I tend to say the same thing. You know, ultimately, the whiskey industry has always been about innovation. 
you know, they've advances in production or introduction of technologies in the process of making whiskey. I think they've always been at the forefront. And I think that's representative of why Scotch is, is at the pinnacle of what whiskey consumption is globally. I mean, if you look at William Grant and Sons, they introduced blockchain technology in relation to Isla Bay bottles, or Diageo have collaborated with the University of Strathclyde and introducing innovation in terms of the mechanical side of things and trying to replace the more traditional methods of filling cars, for instance. You know, the whiskey industry has always, as I said, it's been at the forefront of, of technology. And I, I'm not surprised it's been introduced. I'm actually more surprised it's not being widely or wider introduced, to be honest with you. I think it's the technology itself has major upsides for the market generally. And I think one of the main reasons or sole focus of that technology should be in and around the transfer of ownership because, you know, the market itself has grown exponentially. You know, there's more people owning cars than probably any other time in, in history. And I think that as the market's grown and, and obviously there's more people and more individuals involved in it, there is a need to really modernize. And, you know, I think it's becoming more pressing for maybe a, a sort of new technology or blockchain to really come into the fore, particularly with transfer of ownership and provenance, as I previously mentioned. So I'm not surprised by the whiskey industry's sort of innovation, but I'm probably more surprised that there's, you know, it's not as more widely used or there's only one or two companies out there which have started to introduce it. I think what we'll see in the coming future will be more of a rollout of it. You obviously work in the investment space, so there's risk with any type of investment. What risk, do you see any risks associated with this? Or is that more technological advancement actually going to help diminish risk? I think it will diminish it. I mean, you know, the mechanism in place at the moment that, you know, for transfer of ownership and cask ownership, for instance, is all, you know, logged and registered with the warehouses. And I think that, you know, blockchain technology only really complements that. If anything, it ring fences any changes because, um, you know, if you're doing DOs at the moment, then a lot of them require a wet signature. You know, in truth, it's probably not the most safest and securest way of doing things, where I think that blockchain can provide you with a route of doing that. You know, if you've got an ability to track the provenance of a cask or track the details of a cask and have no way of anyone tampering with that, then that's only a benefit for, for the wider market generally. And over, you know, thinking about the context of the last couple of years is we've had to move to a more digital space as well with COVID. And you mentioned just now actually having, you know, a wet signature, having someone physically sign a piece of paper, which has become more difficult as people haven't maybe traveled or is easy with, you know, post, etc. globally. So do you see that assisting as well in terms of or maybe precipitating more of a push into this space, having experienced the last couple of years where that has been more difficult. I'm just curious if you see a, any connection there. Yeah, no, there is. And I think, I mean, even with COVID and stuff like that, it sort of forced the hand, I guess, of the industry because whereas previously it would be quite, um, you know, rigid in terms of having that wet signature on a DO, you know, now you can send an email with it. But again, if you look at, you know, an email or a wet signature or a letter, whatever it may be, if you're looking at those from a, a security perspective, then there's still pitfalls in that even in itself. So I think it's forced to hand and there is a more open-minded approach to maybe transfer of ownerships now because I think COVID has, has really made everyone second guess or have a rethink about how things are done because I think you're going to get into, the, you know, technology has become a lot more prominent over the years anyway. And, you know, that remote working and the influence of technology on how people operate and live their day-to-day lives, that's become more at the forefront as well since COVID. So I think there's a, across the board, there's a re-evaluation of, of the approach. And as I said, I think that the introduction of newer technologies will only really benefit it rather than hinder it, that, that sort of change. It's a very exciting time, I think, for the whiskey industry. And we've seen so much, as you say, 
growth, so much more cask ownership over the past uh, number of years. There's also, you know, more of a delve and a growth in the independent bottling space as well. So there seems to be, you know, a lot happening generally in the whiskey industry. And it's a very exciting time. How do you see the space evolving, whether that is around technology and whiskey specifically or blockchain and whiskey? Do you have any thoughts on how that will evolve? I would say that there's, you're going to see more technological advancement, you know, and, uh, and I think that will only benefit the industry, as I alluded to earlier on, you know, with William Grant and Sons or Diageo and the, and the things that they've put in place and, and they're trying to adopt. So, I mean, as you mentioned, the market's grown enormously and there's, there's going to have to be ways of mitigating the pressures that come with that level of expansion. The whiskey industry would probably be foolish not to embrace new technologies. I mean, Scotch, as I mentioned on numerous occasions, you know, it's always pioneered the sort of whiskey industry. It's always been at the forefront of that. And if you want to keep that, that place at the pinnacle or the top of the table, you want to continue to be the most highly consumed whiskey in the world, then you have to continuously, you know, you've got to continuously adapt and, and adopt to the circumstance. And I think in the future, uh, asset-backed cryptocurrencies, for instance, will become more prominent. And as the volatility in the current crypto market seems, you know, a little bit unsustainable, then asset-backed opportunities would also come into the fore and you know, that would provide a bit of stability and, and, and investor confidence. So from our own perspective as a company, you know, investors, investment is and investors is our primary element in terms of how technology and whiskey in the, in the marketplace, how they evolve. I think they evolve hand in hand because the consumption levels will only continue to increase. You've got to find ways of, of handling that level of, of interest. I don't think that, you know, warehouses operate on small teams. And I think that's one of the reasons they've always been reluctant to deal with the general public. But I don't think you can maintain that stance if you want to be seen as a pioneering and involving everyone type of market. In terms of the investor side, what opportunities would you say exist for investors interested in becoming potentially more involved in high tech spaces when it comes to the whiskey space? The auction that took place in that space, and in truth, it's in its infancy. Whilst it was a combination of a long-term project, the actual concept and, and space itself is, is still quite young. And naturally, there's always going to be you know, opportunities for an investor to benefit from. But what our primary aim at the moment is to, to try and ensure that we create a foothold in the particular area that we're operating in so that clients of ours and future clients and, and, and hopefully roll it out unilaterally across the board, that they'll be able to use the marketplace to both buy and sell their cars at any given time. That's ultimately what the, the long-term objective is, is to sort of move away from that archaic way of operating and buying and selling of cars and have somewhere where you have a platform where it's a very easy, simple process to buy and to sell. And that's ultimately what, you know, what makes a good investment. Any investment is only as good as its exit strategy. So from our own perspective, yeah. we see this as another string to our bow and a different avenue we can potentially offer to clients in the coming weeks, months and years. So there are existing opportunities to become involved in it, but where it's still quite new in, in, in its application, we want to build up at a pace that doesn't necessarily jeopardize the cornerstone of what it's meant to be. And I guess if you look at the whiskey industry as well over the last few years, say, for instance, bottle auctions, I mean, the turnaround on things like turnover and bottle auctions has, has increased exponentially over the last five years. And you're getting that physical object when it comes to the bottle. So I suppose the combination of NFTs of using that some more digital art space to sell something, as long as you've got a physical asset at the end of it, is potentially very exciting because you're almost combining old and the new, aren't you? Exactly. Yeah. And I think there's a real appetite from that perspective to have an asset-backed NFT, you know, because there is a big market for them and it's burgeoning and it's growing. Some of the most successful opportunities have been asset-backed. So yeah, certainly, I think that, 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 that you know there is more scope and awareness, and I think that whilst 
It's probably fair to say that NFTs and, and that space is quite niche at the moment. But as the press picks up on it, as the stories start to come out, as there's more success stories, essentially, that will then appeal to a wider audience because it will be more medium of information to be able to ascertain what's going on. And as people become more educated about it, they'll want to get involved in it. And therefore, that naturally leads to the market, which will grow and grow and grow. And I think from our own perspective, we want to be at the, the center of that rather than you know being late to the party. We want to be the ones who are, who are first to it and, and establish ourselves as the go-to place to be able to provide those opportunities. Yeah. And in some ways, it's probably a great time to be getting involved in it because as you say, it is it is early stages. So there could be some great value add for investors if they're switched on and interested in playing in that space. And for you, what are you most excited about? I probably mentioned this already, but I mean, I think it's the potential it has to transform the, the functionality of the whiskey market. We've seen even from our own company perspective, let alone the wider industry, you know, as over the years, as the, the turnover has increased and the volume of clients has increased, you become more aware of what the individual is looking for and what they want to see before they deem this investment to be the right thing for them, particularly as we've expanded clients overseas as well. And, and provenance is such a major thing in any investment. You want to make sure that what you're purchasing is what you're getting. Because of the provenant aspect of, of whiskey casks and making sure that you are getting what you, you are investing into, blockchain technology allows a cask owner to trace the origins of the whiskey. You know, it ensures the accountability and the, and the traceability. So I think you know, we're excited to see you know, how the appetite of different investors in different parts of the world will have an impact on a demand for certain distilleries, essentially, and, and also what impact that has on pricing. But whilst it is emerging, it does have an opportunity to really you know, make a, a massive impact and obviously play a part in the industry growing. Because for every person who, you know, if providence is a big thing for them, you know, there will be other people who, whilst you can satisfy one person's list of demands, there might be a, another 20 people who, who still would be unsatisfied. So I think what blockchain can potentially do is, is satisfy those individuals who maybe want a little bit more. And then that will therefore increase the market and, and, and only benefit it in the long run anyway. Wow. Well, it's uh, an exciting time for this space, for the Scotch whiskey industry, for, for yourselves as well, who are, who are starting to explore it. Thank you so much, Ben. What a fascinating world. And I, I look forward to seeing how it develops over the coming years, as I'm sure many of the, the listeners and investors will as well. So thank you so much for giving us a bit more of an insight today into this burgeoning space. I look forward to seeing what more comes of it. Onwards and upwards, as they say. <laughs> Absolutely, Ben. Well, thank you for joining us on this month's podcast. We will look forward to speaking to you again soon. Thank you very much, Ben. Thanks so much for tuning into this month's VCL Vintners podcast. Make sure you join us next month as we explore more news and insights around the world of whiskey. I'm Alwyn Gwilt, and I'm raising a dram of whiskey to all of you. Slanjava.